This episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World is brought to you by Tascan, the first name in premium quality travel gear with slim, stylish gear like the Tascan Edge professional laptop backpack for business and travel. Save 30% on your next purchase when you use promo code RNR take 30 at TaskanSF.com. Next up on an all new Rick and Rick. Ford Bronco is back. Well, minus the Ford. Burger King augments your sesame seed buns. Apple asks, is everyone wearing pants? Oh man, plus Amazon's The Boys return in all their gory and a whole lot more. And it all starts right here, right now. On the one show where everybody's a Rick magnet. And everybody rules the world. Hey, welcome everyone to Rick and Rick Rule the World. I'm Rick Matheson and I am joined as always by my good friend, Peebo Bryson. I mean, Rick Wooten. How you doing, Rick? I'm actually doing pretty good. I, I don't think I've told you this yet, but uh, over the last couple of days, I managed to cut off the tip of my finger. No! I, <laughs> I mean, it's not horrible. Like, it's not like people who cut off a full digit. I just probably cut off, you know, two or three millimeters at the end. You know, I, I, I'm a maker at heart. I love making things. I love building things. And so I've been uh, I've been playing around uh, some 3D modeling and stuff like that, trying to build uh, an attachment for my Jeep that will hold my cell phone. You see, the problem with the Jeep is you've got kind of a small windshield. And so you don't want your phone up in the windshield, right? You want to you want to see the full view, but then there's nowhere down below really to put it. And so I came up with this attachment that's based off of a CV mount, and it basically puts the phone just to the right of the stereo, which is a pretty good place for it. But I I did it in part by coming up with some pieces by myself, but then using off-the-shelf pieces. And so I was trying to modify one of them. Let me guess: you sliced off your fingerprint so that you wouldn't have to use the print. <laughs> turn it on, right? Exactly. I'm glad everybody was able to tune into this episode because we got all kinds of awesome on tap for folks today, including the return of the Ford Bronco, Burger King's Bun Top AR concert, plus loaded questions and a whole lot more. First up, it's time for Rick and Rick Radar Love. All right, the boys are back. Amazon's yes. hit show, The Boys, back in a season two trailer that was so wrong in all the right ways. You know, apparently, and this, we need to spend a few minutes on Rick, uh, this was revealed at what was billed as Comic-Con at Home, a virtual version of this year's 50th anniversary Comic-Con that wasn't. Did you see any of this? Because boy, it was as if it didn't exist. No, the answer is no. It, it, I kind of feel bad for that because they're adapting as best they can to the environment, yeah. but they just didn't get the news coverage that they normally get. I just didn't see anything mentioning it this year. You know, this was all video, essentially YouTube, so there wasn't a lot of interaction. It was tough on them. So I, I, and you know, it, it's too bad because, um, you know, they've kind of been hit by a one-two punch. One, you know, obviously they can't have their physical event, but two, even all the movies they had hoped to talk about, a lot of them backed out because they're not going to have the, the movie come out this year. Not, they may not even have the movie come out next year. Yeah. And so everybody's kind of adapting to this new this new environment. And uh, I, think, I think Comic-Con kind of took it in the pants. It, it's too bad. I'm thankful that The Boys was filmed or far enough along that before all this came down so that we get to watch it. If you're not familiar with it, The Boys stars Carl Urban, Jack Quaid, Chase Crawford, and others as kind of this group of heroes without superpowers fighting to bring down a group of corporate-owned supers who definitely aren't the heroes that people think they are. It drops September 4th on Amazon Prime, and it's teased in this new trailer that came out of Comic-Con that has Billy, Carl 
Carl Urban's character and his team, they're, they're trying to speedboat away from the deep, which is kind of the show's Aquaman spoof, who thinks he's got the boys dead to rights when he summons a whale to block their escape. And yeah, it didn't work out real well, did it? <laughs> no, it did not. You know, this is this is one of the things, and I, I don't remember if I had told you about this show or if, if you discovered it on your own, uh, but I, I definitely, as soon as I saw it, I, I kind of came across it uh, just organically, you know, last year when it, when it came out. Yeah. And uh, I was completely taken aback. It was yeah. not the show I expected it to be. I, I thought it was going to be kind of a tongue-in-cheek, quirky, yeah. you know, superhero uh, TV series. Uh, but instead, it ended up being a very dark look at, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in a dark humor kind of way of what it would be like if superheroes were really kind of a little corrupt. Yeah. And they did things that corrupt people do right but showing a good face the whole time and so it was it was an absolutely fascinating take on it and the the very first episode we i think we talked about this on our our when we talked about this on the show the very first episode is uh you know a woman is talking to a man she steps off the curb and then their flashlight character ends up running into him and just completely pulverizes the person and it's like oh my god what did i just see that was terrible that was horrifying that was disgusting i want more and you know you you just totally get drawn into this because it is so different than anything you've seen before this scene with the whale so needless to say they make they they just go right through they're not going to go around the challenge there they go right through the challenge there and and it reminded me of what is probably my favorite scene from season one, the scene with the deep with the dolphin. The deep decides that, you know, uh, animals in captivity are just a horrible thing and he wants to go free them PETA style. So he breaks into the aquarium, the zoo, whatever it is, and he steals the dolphin and he, and he steals the dolphin in a van with the dolphin suspended in kind of a cradle uh, yeah. mid, uh, uh, mid part of the van. And so as, when he does get into an emergency braking situation, he hits the brake, the cradle becomes a slingshot and throws the dolphin right through the windshield. And the, that slow-mo of the dolphin looking at him like, what the hell did you do to me? And then going out and getting, you know, run over. I, I, it honestly is much funnier than it sounds. It was hilarious. Yeah, it sounds horrible, but it was, it was horrible. But it was like I was gasping and then laughing, then gasping and then laughing. Every step of that scene was just ingenious. And so that's the thing that the season two has got to live up to because the the, the reason season one worked is because we'd never seen anything like that. And you were horrified, yeah. you were insulted, and you were laughing your ass off all at the same time. Trying to trying to like follow that up with season two, I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to have to do some over the top stuff. Yeah, they're going to have to. And hopefully, judging from this trailer anyway, it looks like uh, they uh, definitely rise to the challenge. But you know what I do recall and uh, definitely caught my attention was Ford's Bronco, which we're going to talk about when we come back after this break, because it's going to be time for the good, the bad, and the marketing. So don't go anywhere. Rick Nation, don't forget to check out our website at rickandrick.com. It's double the Rick in just one click at rickandrick.com. And we are back. Rick and Rick rule the world with Rick Matheson and Rick Wooten. I am so jazzed about this, Rick. The 2021 Bronco. And as you mentioned at the top of the show, it's not the Ford Bronco. It's just Bronco. You know I'm a Jeep guy, mm-hmm. right? I, I've got my, my Jeep Rubicon 
it's actually a Modern Warfare 3 Jeep Rubicon. <laughs> um, so I'm, a, I'm not only a nerd, I'm a gamer nerd and an off-roader. And, uh, and so I've, I've got, you know, a very capable off-road vehicle and I'm completely embedded into that uh, culture. You know, I, I go to Jeep shows, I, you know, go off-roading with, uh, with different Jeep clubs. But I have to say, I, I think this new Bronco is sexy. I mean, Bronco, Bronco came came punching. They they brought out a vehicle that uh, hits most of the same uh, points that the Jeep does. You know, it's a uh, you know a, a very serious off road vehicle in several different trim levels, from mall crawler all the way to you know crazy off road here. Mm-hmm. Um, has a removable top. It has removable doors. That's very customizable. It's designed out of the box to be customizable, yeah. and it hits some of the things that Jeep people have not liked about Jeep for a long time, such as you can't go to the factory and go get you know Jeeps with like big 35-inch tires, yeah. or you can't go get you know. Anyways, there's some of these accessories that you want the Jeep from the factory to have it. So you have the warranty and all that to go with it. But they, they went, they went hardcore after the Jeep folks and they brought out a vehicle. They, that absolutely could, um, you know, fit in as uh, a comparable to the Jeep. And that is uh, that's a, a Wrangler. That is a, that's a serious accomplishment on their behalf. But the, the reason you and I are talking about it, take a guess at how many, Ford logos, how many, you know, the blue ovals are on this vehicle and now go down and go down again. There is exactly one. There is one Ford logo on this entire vehicle. Everything else is Bronco. So they are, they are strongly going after creating a sub brand here. Yeah. Yeah. It really is interesting. It's own thing. It looks like they did everything right. Just fantastic. Now from a branding perspective, when I first saw that they were leaving Ford off, I've kind of felt like, I don't know, that's a little iffy for me, but looking at this and I think the identity, it's probably they're trying to build with it. It may make complete sense. If you think about Toyota, you know, not that these are even in the same category here, but if you think about Lexus, they wanted to create its own identity. Everyone knows it's Toyota, but they wanted to create its own thing. Now that's a different audience than the Bronco. For some reason, for me personally, and I don't know what research or what uh, focus groups told them, but for some reason, I look at this thing and think it's better for not having Ford on it. It makes me think that this is a cooler vehicle. That's not good news for Ford, but I can see why they're going that direction, creating its own identity. It's by all rights, almost terracy to not have Ford or the master brand on it. Clearly they had to have a reason to do this and, and they're research must have shown that there was more appeal uh, to just have this have its own identity and, and create its own line. It is a gutsy choice. So we're about to find out if it's going to work one way or the other. Damn well, it better be a great vehicle. That's right. Well, I don't know if this was a winner or not. Apple's underdogs working from home spot. That's like over six minutes. But yeah. uh, this was a new spot that kind of is talking about Apple's capabilities for folks who are working from home. This is, you know, a, a longer video spot. I think it was almost six minutes. And the whole setup is there's a team that's working from home and, you know, they've uh, done the kind of sitcom thing where they have each person who's working from home represent a different archetype. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have the, you know, type A planner, you have, um, you know, the parent who's, you know, trying to manage the kids. You, anyways, you have, you have all the different types. And, uh, and so as the, the commercial kind of sets up, they're all kind of, you know, doing these calls from home. And then, you know, the, you know, bomb at the last minute boss comes in and says, I need you all to get this project done. I need you to build a box that needs to be by, you know, whatever Friday. 
And so the team rushes off trying to get this done, but then they're all being pulled in separate ways by all the things that are going on at home. You know, the kids are acting up or, you know, the mom needs help or, you know, whatever. Like there are all these distractions that are going on from home. And I think the point of the ad was to say, you know, we know that the times are, are tough and you know that you have a lot of stuff going on and that you're trying to manage, you know, working from home and being involved in all that while at the same time working. But it didn't land. Now, there were funny parts. There were great parts. There was a, a part where a guy who always doesn't wear pants, uh, a lot of times he's wearing boxers in, in the, the video sessions, you know, he'll get up to go do something like, oh, sit down, you're not wearing pants. You know, right. and, you know there, there's that kind of, you know, humor. And, and some of the humor was great. But yeah. overall, the story just felt forced. It didn't yeah. feel like it was genuine. And, and honestly, it didn't feel like it came from Apple. No, that was the thing that struck me most. There were great little nuggets in it. And I learned some things. I didn't know about the capability notes to scan documents, but it felt all too rushed and nothing about it felt like it was an Apple spot. Right. Felt nothing of the aspirational elements of the brand for me. It's too bad. Now, something that's interesting and I do want to try is this Burger King AR experience. Apparently, I think this is in the UK. So there's a rap artist named, I think it's Tiny Timpa, and he has a song out called WAPA, I believe. And so, you know, if you're BK, you got to capitalize on that. And so they've put together an AR marker on the wrapper of the Whopper, and you scan that with your mobile phone, and there's a, you know, you get to watch a little private AR concert with this rapper singing this Whopper song. You know, I thought that was a clever idea. Totally. And you know, they've done a lot of stuff with AR in the past. Yeah. Usually it's built into the app. Do you know if it's built into it this time? I'm betting it is, because you have to have some kind of AR reader to do it. So I thought this was a, you know, a fun reintroduction. We haven't seen something like this in AR for a little bit and uh, so it seemed like the perfect sort of combination of doing that sort of private concert using an AR marker. This was fun and yeah, kind of a no-brainer. I mean, if a song's coming out called WAPA, you got to act on that. Absolutely. What else you have to act on right away is answering some loaded questions, which are coming up next. This episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World is brought to you by Tascan, the first name in premium quality travel gear with slim, stylish gear like the Tascan Edge professional laptop backpack for business and travel. Save 30% on your next purchase when you use promo code RNR take 30 at TaskinSF.com. All right, welcome back to Rick and Rick Rule the World. It's time for some loaded questions. Question number one. Word is out that KFC is experimenting with which of the following? A, 3D bioprinted chicken nuggets. B, 3D bioprinted chicken breasts. C, 3D bioprinted popcorn chicken. Or D, 3D bioprinted Colonel Sanders droppings. KFC is it said to be experimenting with which? You know, so so two funny things. Number one, I actually had KFC for dinner tonight, and they didn't pay me for it. I just was in the mood for fried chicken. Uh, and then number two, it's the chicken nuggets. I've mm -hmm. seen this. this. This looks interesting. Yes, you are correct. Popular Mechanics is reporting that KFC is experimenting with 3D bioprinted chicken nuggets made using chicken cells and plant-based material to squirt out what aims to be, quote, the world's first laboratory-produced chicken nuggets, unquote. Or as we might say, finger-licking, what the f***? <laughs> All right, question number two. First, there was Comic-Con at home. Now, which of the following conventions announced this week that it too will go virtual for the next year? A, NAB, the National Association of Broadcasters. B, E3, the Electronics Entertainment Expo. C, CES, the Consumer Electronics Show. Or D, Fry Festival 2021. Which of these? 
announced it's going <laughs> virtual this coming year. You know, I don't know this one, but I did see something about E3 talking about it. So I'm going to guess it's E3. Probably a good best, and they probably are. But no, in this case, the answer is C. According to the Wall Street Journal, the coronavirus pandemic has prompted CES, the world's largest consumer electronics exhibition with 170,000 attendees descending on wow. Las Vegas every January, has announced that it will be a virtual event this year. I I think I think it could work. You know, and this is kind of crazy to say, but I've attended quite a few CESs. Like you, you, you and I have gone to a couple CESs together. At the end of the day, I kind of enjoy watching it online just as much as in person, just because it's gotten so crowded and crazy yeah. over the years. Yeah. And online, I can pick through what I want to see. So I think this one actually could work. So Rick, does what happens in virtual Vegas stay in virtual Vegas? <laughs> I'm asking for a Fred. <laughs> as long as you clear your history. <laughs> That's right. Question three. Which of the following could be a description for Domino's new consumer-created video contest? A, dress up as the Noid and scare the pepperoni out of someone's pie hole for the chance to win a year's supply of stuffed cheesy bread. <laughs> B, drive around town delivering half-eaten pizzas to random strangers for the chance to win a Tesla Cybertruck with a matching pair of his and her shot puts. <laughs> <laughs> C, showcase your love of Domino's for the chance to win a year's supply of pizza. Or D, showcase your love of Domino's for the chance to win a 3D pizza printer that squirts out pizzas using beef cells, dehydrated mozzarella, reconstituted tomato paste, and a yeast-like substance. Which of these is a description for Domino's new consumer-created video contest? God, I'm really hoping it's not D. I'm choosing C. You are correct. Domino's has launched a campaign that invites consumers to create videos showcasing their love of Domino's for the chance to win a year's worth of free pizza. Folks, you can always showcase your love for Rick and Rick Rule the World by joining us online at rickandrick.com. And there you'll be able to find our social connections, both to Rick Wooten and Rick Matheson. And uh, whatever you do, be sure to showcase your love of us by returning next time for the one show where everybody's name is Rick. And everybody rules the world. 